2: Hello and welcome to Wining with myself, Josh Divney, Lothario, CAD and semi-beard holder. Sean, over there <laughs> across from me, Sean Cooper, restaurant manager. I heard him almost fire someone earlier <laughs> and uh, <laughs> he's also known as the Wine Whisperer. Um, and we are your company for the next 43 and a half minutes.
3: I also have a full beard.
2: You do have a full beard, What well yeah. on you i didn't even notice that grow back actually because i saw you shaved not so long ago anyway this is not important (laughs) it's good to know
3: you pay attention to my face i don't
2: care uh it's a beer versus wine podcast i josh like a beer sean likes a wine do indeed and we each bring a drink to the table to try and impress the other more so than their own beverage we do let's get going over the f***ing cat so we are back with another themed episode, it's probably how we're going to roll from here on in think of a theme and bring drinks to the table that suit that theme, today's theme is
3: festivals festivals, This festival season it is the, bra- the, the, bra- the great British festival season
2: it uh, is, thank weird. you for branding it like that because that means the views will have come it okay, will indeed. Oh, if only we thought to film this. Film it? Well, the views won't come, will they, if we're a podcast? Or the, the, the listens. Why do you think people listen? I don't think people would listen to the Great British Bake Off. It would just be like... <sighs> <sighs>
3: mm. <Brrr.
2: laughs> Lovely. It's not as good.
3: No, but you'd also have the... Uh, 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 uh. <laughs>
2: Ah, oh, my cake! Still a bit shit. Uh, so this is a themed episode. We have brought drinks to the table that suit a festival. Now, this has meant we've had to go off piece of what we normally do, because I haven't done a lager on this. No, so it's far. This is our
3: first lager.
2: Um, so, when we talked about doing this episode, Sean, you were like, hey, you could do something like a Tuborg. Because if you've never been to a British music festival, hey, that's fine now. But um, Tuborg's the main bit. If you go to a tent, you're probably getting a It a sponsors tuborg.
3: most of the festivals. So.
2: That said, you're an idiot, because only fools drink Tuborg at festivals. It's what, well, like, well, no, white but, dads at Wilderness drink.
3: Well, no, no, you drink, like, cans of what what we've got here outside of the arena. But when you go into the arena, you're not allowed to take anything I know, in I with know, I know, but
2: I think this would be more drink of the festival than Tuborg, even though it's sponsored by it. Right. So I introduce you to Tiski. It is a Polish
3: lager... Let's do it. And we're drinking straight from the can. Is there I don't think there is quite as satisfying sound as that.
2: I disagree. I think a can a smaller can, a three thirty can opening sounds better you think? Yeah, 100%. Uh, but yeah, so Tiski is a Polish lager. It's 5.5%. It's a little bit fighty. Polish beer is very big at the moment. They're very cheap. Uh, you can buy them pretty much every shop. So these will be in most people's little trolleys taking yeah. in to festivals They're this they what, year.
3: about a pound of can aren't they? Very about that, yeah. yeah. So
2: that's what we're going to be drinking today. <laughs> that said, I have got a pint of ale next to it because I don't <laughs> want to be drinking too much. Because it's, it's a bit A pint of
3: London Pride on the go as well. Sean, introduce your drink. Um, we have... It's called Most Wanted by One Glass Wine. Now we've talked about this on the podcast before. We have, yeah. We featured it in a, a little feature because um, what else would you do in a feature other than feature things? Um, and it's a, it's a, well, it's a disposable wine bottle. It's kind of shaped like a wine bottle, but it's more like a, a plastic pouch.
2: Yeah, I wouldn't. I don't even think. Don't even think of the wine bottle. I think that is misleading. It yeah. is. Uh, it's a Capri Sun of wine. That's what this is. Yeah. Um, there's no straw. There's no straw, you just twist the top off. Uh, Should we so, do that now? So the, I, I don't, yeah, get twisting. I don't really believe Bet in this. It's twisting, Basically, yeah. it is only one glass of wine in a pouch. I think if you're festivaling, you're going to want more yeah. than, than one glass. You're going to take a bag from a box of well, wine.
3: Well, yeah. When Well, yeah, for example, when I last went to a music festival, what people were doing is putting port inside of uh, Capri Sun pouches.
2: Right, okay. That too, that's too intricate. That's and taking that
3: into the arena with them.
2: Okay. Uh, but so... now,
3: oh, I don't know, it's all gone a bit odd at the top. I don't know if we're going to be able to actually get anything out of it. Well, you crack on with We it. were planning on you, you drinking will... this straight from the pouch. Pa- I don't think you... drinking straight from the pouch is going to be just car- feasible. Just work it out. So basically, we've
2: got a problem with the top. He's twisted it. It's like uh, fans of...
3: It's like it's it's like, you know, if you've ever bought Tesco Value orange juice. Yeah. And you try and twist that open. And it's, not... it's that sort of thing. It's like a texture It's, it's pack.
2: kind of like it's kind of like a carton It's we should have taken a picture of it before you opened it. We'll take a picture of the wrapper.
3: Take a picture. It's
2: of... basically complete trash because there's only a glass in it, which I don't think is enough for anyone. The back of the picture, the back of the pack shows someone pouring it into a glass. <laughs> so if you're taking a glass somewhere, you may as well take bring a bottle of wine. Or... Yeah, uh, I think it's a complete farce. I think it's nonsense, and Sean can't even open it. Um,
3: pinch and tear, then squeeze pouch to pour. So it says squeeze it.
2: Yeah. Come on. Come on now. I
3: don't think I've ta- I don't think.
2: It's I've ta- like, like it. I'm... It's, he, he's not great with his hands. And it's kind of given me an instinct into what happens when uh, things go past 10pm at Whining HQ. And everyone goes to their respective bedrooms because uh, we're not 22 anymore. Uh, <laughs> and bedtime. there's just lots of fiddling. Oh, he's, he's jamming
3: his finger in.
2: Oh, uh, it's horrible. I've got,
3: I've got it open. Okay. Um, it doesn't look particularly very pretty. Well, it's not um, about pretty. It's about festivals. Have, I a, think... have
2: a drink, for heaven's sake. We're drinking straight from the pouch, of course, because pouring this into a wine glass defeats the purpose. It's absolutely mad. But admittedly, on the back, they can't really have a graphic of someone drinking from the pouch. Um, as as a, Do your familiar stuff now. But, well.
3: That means wine waiter, by the way. Um, I hate that I've got used to that word. uh it tastes like red wine um red fruits um a touch of oak on the finish um quite a short finish as well um not much else to say about that but not really
2: how is it ranking against i'm going to give you some just better or worse to these yeah blossom hill
3: um better
2: better than blossom hill yeah um a far uh, a
3: an £8 box of wine. I've never drunk an £8 box of wine. What's so the price know? of a box of wine you've drunk? I've never drunk a box of wine.
2: <laughs> okay, great stuff. <laughs> uh, so, Okay, so it's, it's better than Blossom Hill, though.
3: Yeah. yeah so yeah, maybe
2: yeah. this is actually... Maybe we've misjudged this. Because it's in a pouch and looks like it's trash. May- we've thought this is for like the cheapest possible solution to getting wine into a festival maybe it's not maybe it's actually
3: well no i mean mean, it's it's quite interesting actually because there's a big um there's actually quite a bit of a debate and a discussion in the wine industry about um the validity of putting all wine into bottles and kind of like bag in box um and wine on tap in restaurants and things like this is growing in popularity because wines that are meant to be enjoyed young should, don't need to be in bottles to be stored indefinitely it's just they people don't. assume that they wine don't, should don't come don't. in a glass bottle but there's loads of valid options in terms of getting wine from kind of vineyard to your front door your that's why i
2: buy my wine uh from tesco's in what are essentially the five gallon no the gallon uh water jugs <laughs> You know, seen the red wine that comes in gallon plastic water jugs? I haven't seen Oh, it's nice on the nose. (laughs) Uh, So those are the drinks. We'll be deciding throughout the podcast what's better, and at the end we'll decide... Not necessarily what's nicer, but what's more suitable for the theme, which is festivals. Although
3: I am quite worried about the like the cardboard at the top here just getting soggy and... Well, let me have some now. Clugged up with our spit. Yeah, but we'll be back at the end we to decide glass, what's better. Or at least a mug.
2: So this is a second show from our brand new Whining HQ. We decided to move into a flat together, uh, which is as dreamlike as it sounds. I've been having a marvellous time. It's actually been genuinely nice and not yeah. being prestigious. Uh I've, it's hot in here though. It's the first time I've lived in a flat. It's hotter than a house. Uh, and I've been having anxiety dreams because of it. Have you been having these?
3: No, I've been sleeping like a log. Like a log, really? Yeah.
2: I have been sleeping very badly. I've been waking up Yeah. Oh, really? Sort of, yeah. Every, I keep having mad, mad dreams.
3: Wow. Well, there For must instance, be something going on in your personal life.
2: No, nothing in my personal life. Uh, one of them was from my history. Uh, I had an anxiety dream about minstrels. And the dream is kind of like chocolate minstrels right, from Galaxy. Okay, fine, uh, it's pretty much the dream itself isn't important. It doesn't make sense. I just kept sort of trying to hand someone a bag of minstrels, and it just kept like somehow not getting into their hand, and it just became <laughs> you know it becomes frustrating as like one of those weird things. Uh, and I don't I,
3: think I've ever had an anxiety dream. You never had. You,
2: you've got so much to be anxious about. <laughs> So much. I can think about 90 things you should be having anxiety dreams about. This is why I'm so unhappy, that some people just like, oh, actually, I'm actually really happy and fine and don't have anxiety dreams ever.
3: I don't think it's a case of being happy and fine and not having anxiety dreams. I think it's just, I've never had an anxiety dream. Oh, I think you I deserve think one, one or two. Good. I
2: can think of some examples. Anyway, <laughs> so I'm handing these minstrels over to someone. I can't see their face, uh, but we're both wearing purple. And I know exactly where this anxiety dreams come from. Where? Let me take you back, Sean, to the school that we both went to. Highcliffe Comprehensive. Yeah, that's right. We're working class heroes. Went to a comp. <laughs> so what are you going to do? Yeah, I know. Yeah, we've done all right for ourselves. Working, Sean's a restaurant manager. Working class He almost here. fired someone like earlier on. It was I didn't nearly fire them. It sounded like he got, he got his daddy hat on. It was scary. I was very <laughs> impressed. Uh, anyway, so... Um, <laughs> That's not important. So, yeah, take me back to Highcliffe School. Our uniforms were purple.
3: Oh, of course, yeah. our uniforms were
2: purple. Year, and this know, is when it clicked. Like, yeah. And then I thought, why would I be having dreams about minstrels?
3: I had a minstrel experience. You had a minstrel experience? I think that needs clarifying somewhat to someone who's just tuned in.
2: I, <laughs> back in school, as now, was a Lothar.
3: You have never been a Lothario.
2: Well, I, I'm as much of a Lothario now as I was then, then. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was very interested in asking out many girls.
3: You've you've always had gr- dreams of being a Lothario. Sure, haven't we all? Um, but um, somewhat tried to act upon those dreams, but have always never really come to that much fruition.
2: That is fair yeah. and true. Um, so, yeah, I had those same dreams as a, a, a young teenager in of school, and I thought, I fancy... A lady, a young lady. I mean, I was young as well. I should clarify that because I uh, don't want you to think this is all out of order. Uh, we're <laughs> the same age, if anything, she's older. Uh, oh, but boy. still under 16 at the time, so look at it how you need to. Um, <laughs> so uh, Alice Gibson was her name. Do you remember Alice Gibson? I do, yeah. So I'm like... I, I don't
3: remember her face. I remember her, I remember her name. Or... Oh, it's not
2: important. I asked my friend, Danny Mail, who you... Well, my old friend, you know him? You yeah, yeah. Hey, and i ask him danny because he'd gone out with a girl two years his senior and i think done some petting above cloth
3: wow yeah so is i was it like petting of the
2: uh yeah, whoa, 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 whoa. well we're not getting into this this isn't seedy town so uh i asked danny oh danny how do you impress a girl chocolate chocolate is the answer me, being of humble origin and only having a paper round that had nine papers per day rather than the 20 papers per day guys who weren't double, um, went and bought a standard sized bag of minstrels. I took it to Alice Gibson, and it wasn't what was annoying is it wasn't even like the shock of this weird long haired boy uh, taking minstrels to a girl with no explanation. Um, she didn't know what minstrels were. I think you know how sometimes you get these families that, uh, like, they don't let their kids watch The Simpsons, they don't let them have sugar. Yeah. I wonder if that was it. So I take her, the minstrels, and she's never heard of minstrels before. Literally no idea how.
3: How can you not have heard of minstrels?
2: Well, she hadn't heard of those type of minstrels. But then she goes, oh, like the black and white minstrel show. (laughs) It's like, why, in what world do you have no reference to... Of chocolate minstrels, which are sold in every shop. She was from Sway in Venice. That was a bit of a quiet, uh, new uh, forest town. Um, but you have a reference of the sort of racist 50s Nine... bullshit of oh, no. the, yeah. the black and white minstrel wow. show. Uh, but yeah, and that's why I've been having anxiety dreams. Because of when I thought I could impress a girl with a 35p bag of
3: minstrels. You'd impress me.
2: They are nice, aren't yeah. they? You had to give me a smooch.
3: I I, I love a minstrel.
2: Yeah, um, so that's my anxiety dreams. Uh, If you haven't had uh, anxiety dreams, um, have you been up to anything else? You just bought a new bike, didn't you?
3: I did literally just now. I've just got back from buying a new bike. He's a racer. I bought a road bike. It's it's bright red, Uh, it has gears and two wheels. And it's a bit of a speed demon. That's literally the end of that story, I think, isn't it? Yeah, I'm worried that it's too fast and I'm going to fall and hurt myself. Yeah, well, we'll come back to that. (laughs) Um, Well, we're on
2: festivals then. Uh, I have almost no festival stories. I've never camped at a festival. You've never been to a festival? I've been to a day festival, which I don't think really counts. I saw Jay-Z and Justin Timberlake got wireless, which I think was one of the best ones. But. It's kind of like a gig when you go to those yeah. festivals. Um, have you been to a festival?:
3: I have. yeah, no, you're missing out on a festival that we've both been to and and uh I definitely didn't camp. Um, and uh we were the main attraction. Oh, uh, that definitely counts. Oh, what's that called? Oh, I, I can't even remember now Sean
2: and I were in a band In a previous episode of Whining I've actually played one of our songs so it was uh, Written like, by Sean
3: oh, based... that, that was also That was my attempt of impressing a girl Was writing an awful song about her
2: Yeah well so I, I've been to festivals like that Which last yeah. a day Or are, aren't camping um, But yeah I've never been to a festival And you you have been to a festival So maybe festival you should enlighten times, me yeah. As to what it is So I can actually get an so, idea of these drinks so,
3: so, so, music, so music festivals Please don't explain it from the ground up a collection of bands coming together You're over, different, <laughs> over different, different tent. Right. My worst okay. So you got friend. right. So you got the, m- m- you got bands and you got camping. <laughs> I know. I know. No, I'm not... no. But the the two separate the two things are two separate experiences. So it's the camping, which is um a very much an acquired taste. So basically, you go see bands, and it's great. You go see some lovely bands. Albeit in slightly very large crowds with lots of people who are fairly drunk and kind of throwing bottles around. and Sitting on each other's shoulders and just getting in your way. Having and just, fun. Just causing a general ruckus. I like Chilling to out. It. Oh, a bit more of a ruckus.
2: I did go through a Waterloo train station where everyone was getting ready to go to Glastonbury and
3: text my girlfriend saying they're all hooligans. <laughs> Every one of them. Yeah, so um, I've been to a Reading festival twice. The first time I went with my girlfriend, it was just uh, just the two of us. It was nice because we got very similar taste of music, so we went to go see the same bands. Um, but then it was the camping, which was the worst thing, because you just, you know. What camp were you in at Reading? Oh, uh, I can't, green or something like that, If you that. haven't I been to
2: a, a British, well, I think it's just at Reading and Leeds, they have different colours of camps, which yeah. are kind of like how serious you are. Like, I think is it the red or the black camp, like, don't expect to get your tent back, basically.
3: I think we were in the green camp. Yeah, which I think is the softest. Yeah, I can't, I can't remember. Right. Um, but basically, it's just, it's just twenty four seven noise. You can't sleep. People stamp on your head when you're in your tent. It's not an enjoyable experience. It's not fun. Um, but then the second time I went to a festival, I went for a, a stag do. Uh, it was my brother in law's stag. Well, my now brother in law's
2: stag. Lads, 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 lads. Yeah, lads, exactly. Lads, that's what I thought it was going to be. Lads, lads, lads. lads, lads. lads
3: at the festival beers 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 but uh yeah it was essentially like that um which is why you didn't like it (laughs) it pretty much yeah so yeah there was there was lots of drinking there was lots of uh beer bongs and like i said kind of uh capri suns filled with ports um and i was um not really into it that much uh so much so the, this why first... why what just because uh because the people there
2: you hate your you hate your brother-in-law no
3: i don't i was having no the people there were lovely don't just, do that don't... wanker sign <laughs> why are
2: you doing this i'm not doing the
3: wanker sign he
2: invites you to a stag do
3: i had a lovely and... time on the stag do i didn't even go to my own brother's stag do did you not well no. that's even worse i went i went to there the stag is an do. excuse
2: to that but just just assume there's as a perfect sort yeah. of reason why I didn't okay fine
3: um yeah so we're going along it was just I I'd, I'd had a bit of enough basically um it was, it was it was lots of drinking and I'm not kind of not that much of a ruckus individual um, so I made up a little excuse and I went went off for a night Right, what was your excuse? Um, that we'd just moved into a flat and the landlord was kicking off about something and I needed to go home and, and sort it out. You
2: went home from the festival I early? I went home
3: from the festival.
2: Why didn't you just go? So here's my ending. I, uh, but I went home. Oh, got, sorry lads, uh, the landlord hasn't got my security department. Uh, and I, I,
3: I know it's a weekend. And, uh, I went home. The bank won't transfer any faster, but I just need to go and get a short amount. I went home for one night. And I came back the next day.
2: Well, here, why didn't you do this? Because, from what I understand of festivals, which is little, pretty much the vibe is: you go with friends, you inevitably just lose each other, and you go off and see bands on your own.
3: I wanted to sleep. I wanted to sleep in a bed for a night.
2: So now we get down to the crux of it. It's nothing to do with the laddiness. It's nothing to do with the festival. You can't oh, I want hack it. I
3: wanted a shower and I wanted to sleep in a bed for You're a night. You're weak, all right. You're weak. Yeah, if if being strong means being able to sleep for three nights in a tent and being trampled on and, and people urinating on your tent, then call me weak. Sir. I don't
2: think that's the. I don't think that's the strong at all. I think people going through emotional trauma, long-term things over a year or two. I don't even consider people who can camp for three days strong. So you're super not strong.
3: I just didn't enjoy it. I just needed a good night's sleep in a bed and I came back the next day.
4: Well, there's an iron. Normalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit juviderm.com.
0: Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-Free Listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com newsadfree. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.
3: To the festivals. Yeah.
2: Drinking wine and feeling fine because I drink that wine all the time with Sean. Enjoying the wine? How about this? I am enjoying the wine. So much so, I think this is not a great wine, probably not even a good wine, but this is a better than okay wine and i think you've kind of missed the mark with this i think you've bought a pouch for middle class park goers in london rather than
3: festival goers i think this is too upmarket you might be right yeah yeah you might be right i wasn't looking at the mic there was i that was was (laughs) bad broadcasting
2: technique that's fine i don't expect anything more from you you're my humble Oz clark oh no it's the other way around in that show isn't it I'm the Oz Clark I'm is, the
3: bumbling James May?
2: No, it's, it's kind of, it's the worst of both worlds This show uh, you are the wine specialist, but you're also the person who doesn't know what they're doing. Hmm. Mm. We can look back on this. Anyway, yeah, so sell the wine to me. This is Sean's time to impress me with his wine. Uh,
3: so, um, there's not a huge amount to say about this wine. Oh, gosh. So, I thought, why not use my words when we can use the words of one glass
2: which we should explain is the people who make the brand yeah yeah that should Um, be your job i helped you out there
3: so here we go are you ready
2: yeah 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 i just think think do it rather than asking if i'm ready for everything (laughs) this isn't uh intercourse
3: (laughs) (laughs) your fast track to a journey through some of the world's most wanted wines old favorites new discoveries all classics wine is our passion. And you'll find the wines you need to know in our most wanted range. We've done the hard work so you don't have to. Pour, sit back, enjoy. Does that sum up uh, festival drinking to you? Not at all. No, it doesn't. Really, no, it's is, really it? bad. And the yeah. the wine's quite nice. Yeah, well, I mean, it's uh, Malbec from uh, Mendoza in Argentina who do
2: good Malbecs in Argentina
3: um yeah it's one of the world's. it's one of the most planted I think it's the most planted grape variety in Argentina is Malbec um, it's actually in, it's actually a French varietal um mm. at home in uh, Bordeaux and also the southwest of France where it's known as Cotte um and it was brought over um to Malbec some time um, brought over to Argentina some time ago and it found favour there um Mendoza as a as a region um it's, it's well suited to Malbec because it's it's quite sunny, but it's there is quite a bit of elevation in Mendoza as well. Um, so that's what you want from regions where things are hot and warm. You want um, either cooling influence, either uh, breezes from the sea, the sea, or, yeah, it could be a sea breeze. Or ele- I'm learning. Or elevation. I I'm think learning. we touched on this before when we had a... um we hadn't. Do we have an Argentinian or a Chilean Chardonnay <laughs> on I previously? Don't know. Yeah, this is my nice. job. I that.
2: Uh, yeah, this wine is nice. I think that pouch is for nicer drinking than a festival but then i ask what is its very purpose being in the pouch because you can go to MS, you can go to get those plastic glasses that have the foil on top yeah they're a bit less practical but if you're just taking them to a park in the sun they're fine you could take
3: a bottle and pour them out into one of those flip out cups you get i think it's more for um oh it's uh, it says it can have it on the go and it's a picture of a train um, so i'm assuming train not wide. when you're driving so
2: they train. are that's what they're they're trying to get involved with the the m s
3: the m train booze market the train yeah. booze market yeah yeah which
2: is one of my most prescribed two markets <laughs> it's
3: a great thing
2: <laughs> yeah lovely um is that what you've got to say on your wine
3: um yeah yeah let's leave it at that shall we um it's 807 it's 187 milliliters 2.2 2 units i think best leave it there well, don't drink it when you're pregnant
2: I really, really want you in my mouth. From then on there, oh, we'll head on further south. Am I talking about the blood of a love rival? Oh, no, oh, it's wine. Drinking, it's fine. Okay, so here we are. It's my time to try and impress Sean with my beer. The theme is festivals. Lay it on me, Josh. We're drinking Tisky. I Which am... has got to be one of the most, I would say... Strongbow. Maybe I should have done Strongbow. Now I feel like an idiot. I think...
3: No, but it had to be a beer, didn't it? It had really? to be
2: a beer. Polish, uh, do you not think... Let's not get into that. No, okay. Um, I think Polish beers are going to... They're they are going to be huge I do, this season. I do not want to get into your views
3: all all, on all things Polish because this is a family show.
2: <laughs> that makes it sound like I'm a racist. Why are you saying things I'm like not, that? I'm not, I'm not saying I'm not implying anything. Anyway, I'm let's, just let's, saying let's, we shouldn't let's talk about Let's hose down this air. fire now. Let's hose down this fire, please. Uh, not that there is a racist fire. Why have you done this? <laughs> You're such a weird guy. He just things like that to me all the time. I can think... Oh. <laughs> okay, right. Let's get on with this. Um, so, how I've gone back to my scripted beer cell for this week. Ooh. So, what this is, is I don't know much about alcohol technically, so I can't really talk it up to Sean as he can his wine cell. So, what I like to do is tell a story about Sean that kind of involves him and makes him empathise with the character so much that... When we come to the end, Sean wants nothing more than a cold, refreshing beer. Because I do maintain that beer is more refreshing than a glass of wine. So, are you ready, Sean? Do you have your lines? I do. Okay.
3: Um, My lines are open.
2: As usual, I will point at you when I need a line, and let's get going. Tap, tap. Tap, 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 tap.
1: Oh,
3: my God. Is that what I think it is?
2: And indeed it was.
3: The postman delivering my copy of Nerds Quarterly, (laughs) the only publication especially for (laughs) dweebs. Extra large font? Check. Space fiction trivia? Check. And a free inhaler with every copy. (laughs) I don't need an inhaler. I do.
2: (laughs) Oh, then it wasn't what Sean thought after all. It was, in fact, the hefty rain of Reading smashing into Sean's tent canopy. For he had awoken at the Reading Festival, and just in time, his bowels had inflated to tectonic proportions, all after eating three buckets of fried chicken the night before. Comfort eating, you see. He had seen one of his, well, one of his friends, his only friend in the whole world, Josh.
3: And what a handsome friend.
2: Exactly. He had seen his friend Josh snogging and necking Sean's own mother before (laughs) the two lovers then threw Sean out of the tent For further intimacies. (laughs) Into the sodden night to find his own shelter. AKA, 16 bags for life stitched together with loom bands. Or as Sean called it, my tent. No time to waste. Sean catapulted himself towards the toilet. It grew closer, as did his movement below, like a slug working its way to air. Sean knew he had limited time. But as he approached, so did a collection of new mothers and pregnant women. He almost collided with the closest outside the toilet door, an effervescent young lady with fire red hair.
3: Hey there, hot buns. That's a little sexless, Sean. <laughs> you shouldn't really use I'm language just, like that. Ed,
2: okay, let, I'm, me carry, let me
3: carry on. I'm just, I'm just reading the lines you put in front of me. I'm just saying it sounds a little... Like it. You guys go first. That's the polite and right thing to do. And as a kind, generous young man... I'm happy to wait.
2: Mm, Lovely. The queue lined up and slowly sunk into the long drop. Hours and hours went by as further mothers joined the back of the queue. After three more hours, the first lady Sean spoke to had rejoined the back of the queue. Would the cycle ever end? He felt close to explosion, like someone was inflating a balloon of viscous gravy inside of him. His organs were screaming in agony,
3: pain, searing pain. He insensitively thought, I now know how all World War II veterans felt when they were injured in combat. Sean, <laughs> sure, that's so out of order. Our heroes that made
2: this country what it
3: is today, and Again. you're saying
2: that because you needed a poo. Again, <laughs> you...
3: I'm just reading the words that are put in front of me. Yeah, but
2: I wrote them as your character. This is you. This is what I think you would say. So it's you saying them. It's not me saying you're it. You're such it? a.
3: That is such terrible. Those veterans gave so much. I'm sure they were also holding in a bowel movement as well, so probably in quite some discomfort. Well,
2: that's your own foul little joke, so <laughs> you've actually made it worse there. Um, as the queue ended, Sean spotted something foul on the horizon. It was his ex-friend Josh, wearing a cape, crown, and walking on two massive stilts he had fashioned. <laughs> he was singing the song, King Josh, King Josh, King Josh, King Josh... Everybody seems to love him. The man was armed with a hessian sack, brimmed with burritos, and he began force-feeding them to Sean. One, two, three. They lined up and stacked in his gullet, due to a lack of room inside. And as the evil king finally finished, Sean smashed into the toilet and landed on his personal throne. But something twigged, both in his mind and below him. The king stilts.
3: Where did he get the wood?
2: F- <laughs> As Sean fell into the weekend's waste below and immediately felt uh. the fecal level around him rise up and consume him whole. The sound from outside slowly becoming more muffled. We love King Josh! We love King Josh! We love King Josh! Hours later, he was once again on terra firma and a can rolled to him.
3: He took a sip that would hit the spot in that scenario wouldn't it yeah it would do you know what that means josh can you hear that noise i can that means it's time for wine news it means i get to sit back and drink beer for it about does. four and a half minutes. right are you this. ready for this we have three stories this afternoon um so first up UK wine industry votes for single representative body. How does that make you feel? This sounds so dull. It's not. It's the United Kingdom Vineyards Association. The English wine producers have voted to merge to form one single industry representative body. Which is quite important because it's like... The, the French have this, the Italians have this. Yeah, because
2: they make wine! England we, in, we make what, wine. Well, there's gonna be three well. guys
3: in a shed in Norfolk saying Lovely wine, Steve. we well, think you should put this on the label. Well, for a start, most wine is made in the south of England because so it's too cool up north. So
2: I actually meant Norfolk Cornwall. It's a tiny village comprising of three hundred people. Yeah, sure, whatever. God, I hope that place uh, exists. Can you imagine <laughs> that exists? <laughs> Norfolk and Cornwall. Off my tits on joy.
3: Yeah, so um Simon Robinson owner of Hattingley Valley Wines and current chairman of the EWP has been appointed as chairman of the new trade body the UKVA uh, which is the UK Viticultural Association I'm assuming from the uh, letters
2: yeah well you could guess couldn't you I mean the registered address for that corporation will inevitably be his little uh, house in Surrey or something it'll
3: be in Surrey or Sussex or somewhere Yeah. yeah Um, Next up, something about a a drink that is dear and close to your heart, Josh. So
2: there's a a second story to this news, meaning that it's going to be less important than what we've just heard. Yeah. Interesting. Carry on.
3: Um, Prosecco. Mm.
2: Now you've said a word. that. Well, it's mostly carry on.
3: Reports of Prosecco-related crime are on the rise.
2: You've got me! I'm off! (laughs) No, just joking. I abide by most (laughs) UK laws.
3: Uh, Apart from when it comes to Prosecco. Uh, No, What's the problem? So basically, um, it's it's in Cambridge in particular. Um, The increase in popularity of the Italian fizz Prosecco has revealed the UK's latest crime statistic. Uh, Prosecco consumption has now been linked to over 40 crimes in Cambridgeshire, with police likening its threat to strong lagers.
2: 40 crimes?
3: Yeah. Wait. So this is people stealing Prosecco or Prosecco-fueled crimes. It's Prosecco-cruel-fueled f- crimes. How do they know it's Prosecco-fueled? I don't know. It Must be from statements and things from crooks.
2: Right. Okay. So this is just that uh, people. Are...
3: Why did you? Why did you? Dip, why did you break that window? Oh, I'd had a bottle of prosecco and I was a bit tipsy. Sorry.
2: Right, because I assumed it would be people stealing prosecco, which is probably due to the hype. Hunting people like a punt and a prosecco.
3: No, and it's because um, it's about p- a, bo- a bottle a right. of prosecco is about six pound fifty, um, and it's quite cheap and it will get you drunk. It's not. It's not as cheap as wine, but it's lovely. Mm. Um, is that? Is that it? <laughs> That's that wine news story. Yeah. Sorry, it's a bit lacklustre today, isn't it? it? It's not great, is it? It's rare on BBC News
2: that the cameraman has to prompt them for the next story. Yeah.
3: Is that it? Is that it?
2: Uh, God, I wish I could think of the name of a BBC uh, newsreader. Hang
3: on. Dermot O'Moynahan? I think he's BBC. Continue. Rapper Tiger backs 24-carat gold-flaked sparkling wine.
2: 24 carat, so like
3: yeah. uh, uh but for wine. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's called Le Grand La Vie dorie or The Golden Life. Um, it's a sparkling wine made from 90% Chardonnay, 10% Aligoté, and a rosé made from 100% Pinot Noir. Both are bottled with flakes of 24 carat gold.
2: That sounds genuinely really horrible. <laughs> really, really nasty.
3: Um, the grapes to make the wine are grown in burgundy um, and therefore not actually champagne despite Tiger describing it as champagne
2: oh really so he's breaking yeah. some rolls
3: um, no he's probably just confused and because it's bubbly he's calling it champagne
2: ok um, on uh, wrappers with uh, wine I just want to quickly chip $95 in
3: $95 a bottle that's too much wow that's expensive
2: I uh, want to quickly chip in with this isn't a new news story but this is one I know personally um, it's like personal news. It's when it's basically like a newsreader telling you an anecdote about things, <laughs> uh, which is rare. But Rapid True Life uh, likes to have his cereal with Rose.
3: Who's True Life?
2: I don't know him personally. I don't
3: even know who Tiger is, to be fair.
2: But I think that's just because we're out of the loop rather than. Is
3: Tiger the one who's dating one of the Kardashians?
2: I, okay, we're going to stop this now because it sounds like uh, a Rotary Club <laughs> meeting. So uh, that's the end of wine news. So the end has come. Not of not of the world. Don't panic. Put down your key to your prep shelter, which hopefully all of you have or have at least thought about it. Have you thought about how uh, what you're going to do in an emergency?
3: Well, we haven't got a prep shelter.
2: I have a prep shelter. Where? It's only my personal little thing, but I've got it sorted. Where is it? I'm not going to tell you, am I? Where is it? Why, For when why bloody Kim, with Kim
3: Jong-un throws off his... Throws his missiles? <laughs> throws his nukes at us.
2: <laughs> Sounds like some sort of well, He's got, cartoon. He's got, he's
3: got quite some arm, that Kim Jong-un. He can he can throw a missile across an ocean. He's a big boy. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm not going to tell you when
2: that happens because you're going to be wanting to get into my shelter. But uh, let me tell you, Sean, there is a can of Heinz tomato soup somewhere in this house that is not the kitchen. Need I say more? Um, is just under your bed. Anyway, please do not panic. We've reached the end of the podcast. Uh, Sean, what's your thoughts on the drinks? Let's do, as a reminder, we're drinking. Well, the theme is festivals. We've uh, both picked alcohols soup festivals. I've brought a tisky, and Sean has brought uh, uh, one glass Malbec, which came in a pouch. Uh, it did come in a pouch. Yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts on the drinks?
3: much like a kangaroo um <laughs> i wasn't laughing that was a cough i just want that on record <laughs> um, so i um I, th- I thought the the wine was fine you know it's, it's, it's adequate um it's it's okay it's not a it's not great wine but it was i mean this is your drink you're trying to win um oh, it was it was fruity it was tasty it was delicious um it's rounded like a little bit of oak um yeah, no, it was, it was it was all right. It was it was it was a nice wine. It wasn't it wasn't horrendous, uh, and the tis- the tisky was uh, cold. It was cold, which is
2: probably unrealistic in the circumstances. It's gonna be warm at a festival, isn't it? Oh yeah, so there'll be a bit more flavour there. Uh, you're sat watching, from what I can tell of uh, bad lineups at festivals. Now it's largely people I don't know, so I'm and people I don't want to see. So I'm gonna say someone like the Cortinas like you've heard of them Mm. they've been on radio one what are you going to be drinking what is your pick for today
3: it would be the tisky
2: it would be and mine would be too so it's a josh win well done josh thank you very much you don't sound very enthused about that well done,
3: Josh. How's does that make you feel? Mm, there's
2: been too much direction needed for you today. I think we're going to put you... S- yeah, yeah, sorry. I've been at work this afternoon. I'm sleepy. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, that's fine. <laughs> uh, it may shock you to hear that this weekly podcast that gets upward of 20 listens per episode is not yet our full-time job. Um, but yeah, th- thank you for listening. As always, it genuinely means a lot. And uh, we are over 20 listens an episode now, which... Sounds like absolutely nothing because, in terms of podcasts, it, it absolutely is. is. But that does mean that uh, this bullshit that Sean and I chat uh, for sometimes like close to an hour—that's twenty people actually wasting an hour of their lives—and um, we only know about ninety percent of you. So, to those two people out there, hey, great to have you on board. We can't thank you so to much. We're three... back, so uh, thank you. Yeah, do go follow us, at, uh, Whining Pod, on Twitter or Instagram. Um, and we'll be back again next week. Don't touch that dial.
0: They won't, will they? Tired of ads barging into your favourite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-Free Listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com newsadfree.